Good. Here we go. There's Lynn Miller, there's Farrah Paul. Hey everybody on this Monday. Yes, hi, good afternoon, Donna. Hello. There's Jane Rice. Hope buddy's doing well, folks. Here we go. Can't believe what I heard on the on the radio just early this morning. that you are watching folks here we go new week hi there jen <coughs> i like this roberta farrell folks this is an example of the type of question i get here's what i get what happened in providence 30 minutes ago uh, what section why do you think something happened? Uh, could be. Could be. Oh, all, right. all right, folks, we're live in un momento. Generally helps if I know the section. And what would lead someone to believe that, that there's anything going on? But I say, well, folks, good afternoon. It's 12.06, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is petro.com. It's a sunny Monday, by the way. Started off, as, uh, as we know, a little bit cloudier, but it's very sunny on this Monday. This portion of the program, now listen. Let me explain something on this sunny Monday, March 27th. There's no benefit to being obese. Some people argue, no, there's a lot of benefits. I, I would disagree with that. I want to repeat, there is no benefit to being obese. Therefore, why not lose the weight? Oh, I wish I could lose the weight. Well, you can lose the weight. You can. What if I told you 20 pounds in 10 days, unique health, unique health and coaching, and you can take advantage scheduling a free seminar. Now, I shared their Facebook page, Rapid Aggressive Weight Loss. It'll last a lifetime, extreme weight loss, increases metabolism and energy. Do you know how much better you're going to feel not lugging around 
30 pounds, 50 pounds or more. And instead of wasting thousands of dollars and hours in the gym, fad diets, instead target that stubborn fast, that fat, excuse me. Unique health's unique approach, sustainable weight loss. All you have to do is call and attend a free seminar, 401-269-9155. Look for them on Facebook, Unique Health and Coaching. So call them, call Sandra right now, free seminar, 401-269-9155. Now is the time. We're not even in, listen, whether it's Easter or the spring weather, you're going to, it's summertime coming, now is the time. Maybe you put it off in the wintertime with the, all the, well, actually it was a pretty mild winter, but anyhow, lose that weight. 20 pounds in 10 days, 401-269-9155. There's no excuse to be obese. Zero. It's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet change. And if you're not thinking of yourself, think of your, don't you want to see your children get married? Don't you want to see someday that maybe your children have grandchildren? Why go to an early grave? There's no reason to. Think about it. Maybe you've tried different things. Now is the time. Sustainable weight loss. 401-269-9155. They're right in Warwick. Right across from the courthouse. Bald Hill Road. It's unique health. You, their unique approach. Call Sandra. 401-269-9155. Sign up for a free seminar. Well, folks, good afternoon. When you get a chance, visit the website. dpetro.com. Brunch by the Coincid Inn. Stop in. I love the Coincid Inn. Folks, 226 Coincid Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Delicious food, great atmosphere. They're waiting for you at the Coincid Inn. Several things are making news on this Monday. Now, number one, uh, there is certainly a problem. You know, Governor McKee, they love the element of we're going to go after gun manufacturers, gun safety, and blah, blah, blah. You know what's a major problem right now? And they use the term swatting. It's really a hoax. But so somehow, and whoever these individuals are, it's, it's really like a form of terrorism in a way because there's no gain, there's no ransom. Many times they're out of state, but they put out these false alarms and false calls that you have. And, and this is happening on this. It's been happening all Monday. These swatting calls send several Rhode Island schools into lockdown. What's missing and absent is a governor doing anything about it, a General Assembly doing anything about it. Unfounded, they call them swatting calls. Send Cranston other schools into lockdown. Now, I posted on a Facebook page. It started with Westerly, North Kingstown, Narragansett, Borington. So I guess... Channel 6, um, excuse me, Cranston East. So the Cranston police chief said someone called the department claiming multiple people had been shot at Cranston East. Police officers responded, determined the call was a hoax. Channel 10 saw police cruisers parked outside the school. They were actually outside all these schools. Westerly Public Schools were in lockdown. Woonsocket was in lockdown. I think Smithfield was in lockdown. Similar calls mentioned schools in Charahoe, 
East Greenwich, Narragansett, North Kingstown, temporary lockdown. All the calls were unfounded. In this day and age of caller ID, safety, think of the panic that this sets off with parents, with students. All the kids, I received a message from someone this morning that, that their child was hiding in the school. I mean, uh, it is, uh, something needs to be done. But you don't hear, I'll tell you who you don't hear, you don't hear anyone jumping out in front of this. In some of the, the information that was putting out on social media was actively putting out because they're monitoring the police calls. So, and I'm not going to get into names, but... You know, there were certain people reporting on social media that that there were, you know, two people wounded. You, you have to always be cautioned, cautious of the term active shooter. There was no active shooter situation, but there were people that were reporting this. But what is, is missing is, think of how, it's a Monday, and how this started off for the schools obviously then very distracting for all the distracted for the, the students for the teachers for their families so that to me is the the type of thing that you would think our elected officials would say you know we have to crack down there is it and it's hard to put your your mind around this unless who knows where they are sometimes when these calls have been made they they're someone from another state they're calling all these different types of schools if you're wondering what's the purpose of that, there is no purpose. There's nothing, there's no, not that we know of. There's no uh, financial gain to it. It's not like they're going after um, a certain teacher or a student or a school. It's, it's happening to all these schools. But there's, there's something wrong if they're able to contact the police departments. And I would imagine then these are untraceable calls. So, but there's no productive uh, explanation for this, just for those that are, are wondering. But it, it started off that way, and then there's going to be more of this. And that's why, you know, a number of people were saying they would see different people swarming into schools and, and things like that. So, now, folks, I want to, um, I, I'm sure, I don't need to see video, of, and I appreciate it, but I don't need to see video of police in front of schools. It's a false alarm. I'm not, I'm not going to further that story. Channel 10 is furthering the story. So someone is laughing, looking at that Channel 10 has posted the video of the Cranston police at the school, which was a hoax call. I'm not, I'm not going to further that. I'm not going to further that. So it's a false alarm. Um, I, I don't know who's involved with that. We don't know. So, yes, and there's a lot of people that are, that are posting things on that. But it was, it was pretty rampant. This morning and it was interesting for someone like me to see all the different schools that suddenly were all you know being affected from North Kingstown to East Greenwich to um, and all over well folks good afternoon but I want to touch on this um, this soccer stadium because <clears throat> right now it's 1215 you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 in 99.9 FM. Now, different media have their own approach. 
and in, in their own style. And, and sometimes I ignore it and comment. There's sometimes there are people that they, they do something in the media and I think, all right, that, that's not targeted towards me because that's not something that, that appeals to me. And I see this a lot. Sometimes you see these videos that take off go viral, so to speak, and it's it's someone cooking something or, you know, people talk about cat videos and things like that, but I, I don't, it, it's, it's just, it's not geared towards me, so I don't engage. And, and again, I, you know, I have my own approach to the news. I have my own style, um, and everyone has their own style, but what is, what crosses over it away from that is when people just start putting out what I consider to be just completely erroneous, actually even moronic statements broadcast. And it's, it's frightening that this type of discussion actually is now even allowed over the airwaves. And it's really simple. It has to do with the soccer stadium. And there's a difference if someone has an opinion or someone is talking and they just have no clue what they're talking about. There's a, there is a difference, right? Someone says, I think it would be good economic development. Someone else says, I don't think so. You have two different opinions. That is totally, I get it. Um, but what I actually heard the, this, this I, I was in the car this morning and a friend of mine said, you, you, you have to put on Tara Granningham right now. Like you, you, you have to listen to this yourself. And and so I was on the phone. I got off the phone. I did. And again, this is not, you live rent-free. No, she lives rent-free in your brain. No, no, you're upset. No, no, it's nothing like that. But I actually heard it, and I'm glad I did. The idea was that Governor McKee and Gina Raimondo should approach the Fed to cut interest rates so they could build the soccer stadium in Pawtucket. That's, I, I, I can't even, it is, it is beyond me that someone is truly allowed behind a microphone that thinks that that's even remotely possible. First of all, Raimondo doesn't even talk to McKee. I just want to make sure I understand this. So, in other words, they're going to approach the Fed, of which, and the reason they need to cut interest rates is so Dan McKee can fulfill a campaign promise he made for the unions to build the most expensive soccer stadium in the country. Oh, well, my God, I can't believe Biden didn't call an emergency meeting. But the fact that someone would actually, like, think that and, 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 and voice it is, is just, again, I, I don't, I, I'll tell you what, I, I don't listen simply because I, I only listen to people in outlets where I can gain something. That is so preposterous. The Fed. Well, Gina Raimondo's, I love the mentality. Gina Raimondo's in Washington. 
So her and McKee should go to the Fed and tell them to cut interest rates so they can build the soccer stadium in Pawtucket. That someone actually thinks that envisions. That's like a child that thinks when they deposit $25 into the bank, they take the 20 and the 5 and they put it in a drawer and they hold on to that, right? That's like what a, a child thinks of the bank. And when they were building banks back, you know, that's why the Superman building is so big because they used to build banks because people thought they were holding all the money there. So that's why banks used to build these huge towers. Now, we all know that they have a record of your deposit, but Gina Raimondo and McKee should have... Can you even... <clears throat> I get the sense that Raimondo likes being Commerce Secretary. She definitely has higher ambition. Um, I, I just want to... I want to hear that conversation of her and McKee talking to Biden, I would imagine, first. See, the Fed needs to lower interest rates um, so we can, because he promised the unions that they could build the most expensive minor league soccer state in the country. Oh, well, my God, you should have spoken out sooner. Folks, when the Fed raises interest rates, I mean, it affects things across the board. McKee, McKee was in Washington because he was summoned to Washington, as I explained. But I didn't realize it actually goes like it's it, it's eye opening to me in a way that people actually think these things. So as 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 ludicrous as it is, and I texted this person and said, "You're right. I, I, I'm I actually this. I am glad I heard it." Um, and this other notion that the soccer should be played at Rocky Point. Rocky Point is a public park. You have a private owner that has a soccer team. He got into business to with the state to do a soccer stadium in Pawtucket that they couldn't afford. Do you understand? McKee hoodwinked the unions. He convinced them, yeah, yeah, we'll do the stadium. Yeah, you guys are going to make a fortune. It's a no bid. You get to build a $150 million Soccer stadium. Yeah, just make sure you get me elected. And they got him elected. Now he's like, well, it looks like we can't do the soccer stadium. They, they, they got taken, right? Just like in The Sting. In the movie The Sting, if you've ever seen it, with Paul Newman and Robert Redford, they look for the mark. The mark. The person. The, the person that they're going to pull the con over on. And then, and then that's the mark. In that particular situation, it was a guy placing a bet um, he, he thought it was a race. But anyhow, why they're so upset is that McKee played them. Governor McKee totally played them. Governor McKee was, I don't know what, he was um, getting energy from Mater almost in some way. Governor McKee pulled one over on the unions, which is not easy to do. They believed it. Gina Raimondo told them, don't trust that guy. You can't trust him. His word doesn't mean anything. So, you know, McKee was channeling Dr. Mata and pulled one over in the unions. But the whole appeal of who is going to go to these soccer games is the crowd of Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. Many people from, read what I'm saying, far in lands, 
many non-English speaking people who don't follow baseball, who they don't follow our version of football, but they follow soccer. So, so the, the whole reason it, it was going to be in that place was because of bus lines, proximity, the many of the people from foreign lands that live in Central Falls, Pawtucket could easily get to the stadium and from Providence. <clears throat> so someone says, well, why don't we have them play at Rocky, Rocky Point? West Shore Road is bottleneck traffic now. Rocky, Rocky Point is a public park. They don't have infrastructure there. They really don't have parking. You have to park on the grass. This, do, do the people in Warwick now suddenly want that crowd coming into to Warwick? Like it, it's like what are you talking about? This, this is a problem for the owner of the soccer team. It's not our problem. Rocky Point. Rocky Point. Rocky Point is an open space. By the way, I don't fully agree with that, but I mean to me. That's valuable land to just sit as whatever the hell it is. It's like, a here's where Rocky Point used to be. Now it's just an open field. I mean, I've attended Trump rallies there. I was there for when they had the Trump boat parade and so forth. That was September of, um, or August, I should say, of 2020. Now, now hold on. Now, we have to put a, a stadium at Rocky Point. Why? For the developer, why would we do that? Now we're going to take our public space open land. Like, what are you people talking about? No, 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 no. There, there's, there's no money for the stadium. I don't know how else. To, there's no money for it. The guy that owns the team and is partnered with, with the, uh, you know, the, the, the state, he can't get financing. He can't get partners to come in. You know why? Because it's a bad deal. They look at the soccer stadium and they say, we're not lending you money for that. Or investors say, I'm not, I'm not investing in that. So why do you want to make the Rocky Point? <laughs> what are you talking about? That is more, that is, what? How about Westerland? Like, what do you, what? No, this was supposed to be what did McKee say? I'm not turning my back on them. This was supposed to be, instead of the Paw Sox, have something that's going to appeal to the growing Latino population in the northern part of the state. This was, it, listen, it was never going to work anyway. And then it was supposed to spur economic development, which wasn't going to happen. Rocky Point. That Rocky Point doesn't have a blanking soccer stadium. How many people do you think are going season ticket holders? There's no season ticket holders. The unions that were, that were poised to make a fortune off this, they bought a bunch of, they, they bought $60,000 worth of season tickets. Now, again, if you're going to make $150 million off a stadium, then you'll spend the sixty grand. But... And then they, someone's saying, oh, they could play at Mount Pleasant. Well, if they could play at Mount Pleasant, and I, I'm not opposed to that, by the way. When you think of how something raises to the level that it's at, you know, think of a business, many successful businesses, they show you their first location. 
And then it got really busy. So they opened a second location or a third location or a fourth location. Or it, you know, started off. Walt Disney was in his garage drawing a mouse. And look how that grew. So the idea of them playing at Mount Pleasant, it's 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 actually not a bad idea because then you gauge how much interest is this. If they had a minor league soccer stadium playing at Mount Pleasant High School, I guess it's called Conley Stadium, and and if they were packing the place and there's food trucks and it's an event, well then you say, hey maybe we should build a, a bigger a bigger place now that we have some interest. URI used to play Keeney Gym. And then they outgrew it for the Ryan Center. Providence College, the Friars used to play at Alumni Hall. And then they moved into the dunk, then the Civic Center. But but I'm not even convinced you're going to pack the Mount Pleasant High School Stadium with people. And if you're not packing that, if you're not selling out, if you don't have overflow crowds, then then why on earth would you build them? the most expensive minor league soccer stadium in the country? The answer is you wouldn't. Back in July, there were people like Mike McNally that voted against with Rhode Island Commerce, voted against that. You know why? Because it didn't make practical sense. You know, every day there are businesses that go out of business because ultimately their business plan was not sound. There was not a market for what they thought there was, or they just couldn't deliver the market, or develop a market, or whatever it is. How many times? There are certain spots around the state where there's always a restaurant opening and closing. For Who knows? Maybe the kitchen is too small. Maybe there's a parking problem. And then you see someone come into a restaurant space, and it just rockets, right? They take it over, and it just shoots up. But someone went in, and opened a restaurant and thought people are going to want to eat, you know, such and such a food. And with the type of decor and whatever. And happens all the time. Happens all the time. And then you have people like real restaurateurs that know the atmosphere they're looking for, the menu. They have it all down. They nail it down and then boom. And they can take a place that just couldn't do anything and then it just takes off and rockets. So that that is the free market. That is competition. That is the capitalist society. That's what it's all about. Um, but this business now that like the state's on the hook to find these idiots. <laughs> a stadium is mind-blowing to me. If, if Providence College announced we're gonna build our own stadium on the PC campus and we're gonna have home games there. That that they have they would have every right to do that, and then they could decide that's where their games are going to be. And then it's the whatever we're calling it now, the dunk or the amp or the Civic Center. They're they're like out of luck, right? That's what URI did with the Ryan Center. So and then if the owner of the P Bruins said I've cut a deal and I'm going to play there, it, it's not up to the state. Rhode Island never should have built the convention center. They should have just had a business-friendly atmosphere so someone could open and run a convention center type of building. When you go to Florida, you know, I was in Orlando several years ago, and as far as you can see are places set up 
that host conventions in their different types of convention centers where they have a hotel and then convention space, but they're all privately owned. They're all private owners that are part of that. And maybe in business, you've gone to one of those where there's, there's just different pockets around the country. Not, a lot of times in nice weather places, but they, they build a convention space where then, you know, they try to lure companies, have your, you can all stay here and there's a restaurant and then, you know, there's a lounge area and then you have convention space where people can meet. But Rhode Island somehow thinks they get in to the whole business of this stuff. And it's, it's crazy. Rocky Point. There's no bus line down there. There's Portageons. There's, there's no soccer field. I mean, it's like, what are you talking about? And why, who's going to pay all the cost of that? And do the people that live, if I was living down there, I'd be like, what? You're going to bring who down here? Who's coming? A minor league soccer team? What, what are they going to draw? 1,000? 2,000 max? If that? Absolute insanity. Now, folks, the McKee administration, though, I want to talk about this because this is a pivotal week. He's still in hiding. He uh, is, and, and, and it's really simple, as I was explaining with Justin Katz. And, folks, I'm going to talk about this portion of the John DePietro Show now on this sunny Monday. It's brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call them today, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. Residential or commercial Falcon Pest Services. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Maybe it's a one-time treatment. Maybe it's every month. Maybe it's quarterly, yearly, whatever it is. Falcon Pest Services. Look for them on Facebook. Their website is falconpestservice.com. Call today, free quote, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 401-739-1322. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1233. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, next hour, I'm going to talk a little bit about this situation with the CD1 race. Because this Aaron Ruggenberg, as Justin and Katz and myself talked about it, that is a big deal. If, um, if he, and it looks like he certainly looks like he is going to, in fact, uh, be getting into that CD1 race to take the seat that is occupied by Congressman Cicilline, who's leaving. So I'm going to talk about that next hour. But this situation right now, this is one of those situations, and I'm telling you, I, I'm waiting for more of a full-court press from the Rhode Island Republican Party, whether it's Joe Powers, and congratulations to Joe, I'm so happy for him, or more importantly, the Republicans at the State House. Because it's it's very interesting. It's easy to to me anyhow to get a sense of what's one of the things that's broken about our election system, and one of the things that's broken about the state that I've talked about is 
when people say i blame the voters and the you know they keep voting for the same people that's not true and that's not fair helena bonanno folks she beat dan mckee primary day at the ballot box that's who the people wanted if in the gen if she was in a general election she would have trounced ashley davis that's i'm just talking fact we must deal in reality but the voters wanted folks then why did mckee win because of the ballot harvesting rules that rhode island allows which is unlimited the unions like it because they go and they literally collect hundreds and thousands of ballots from assisted living nursing homes and one union worker can collect 200 ballots 300 ballots as i've explained to you it's it's very simple all rhode island needs to do is get in line with connecticut and massachusetts get in to connecticut and massachusetts in line with them <clears throat> where it's no more than um you can't collect more than 10 ballots no more than 10. so now I, i'm not saying it's the end all end all but at least it'll stop that they would have to change the nature of the game Rhode Island would be a very different place there were three people that were truly hurt just at least three if not four marie hopkins who ran for rep was also affected but um but definitely fung would be in congress right now with kevin mccarthy aaron ruggenberg beat matos day of voting for lieutenant governor think of that and mckee beat ashley kalis but he lost day of voting to helena folks so folks as i have said it, it begins and ends with there that is a fight that is a battle worth having the rest of this stuff is all just it's just noise voter id I, i'm not convinced of that it's that's not how they're cheating and winning you're going to know how they're cheating and winning it's not through dead people voting it's definitely something with all the mail ballots though because they're really not mail ballots they don't go in the mail they go in the drop boxes drop box ballots whatever you want to call them but i'm disappointed that the rhode island republican party state senator jessica de la cruz uh, house minority leader mike chippendale i am i'm disappointed they have not maybe they will maybe they will but they haven't made more of an issue to change that because when 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 i talk with different members of the rhode island republican party to me it begins and ends with that and if they're not if they don't identify that then they don't know what the problem is that that decided that lacks rule that we are different than our two neighboring states massachusetts and connecticut uh massachusetts the state of mass and the state of connecticut they're both functioning democracies they're both northeast states they're both new england states why do we have something that makes us such an outlier compared to them how are they are they disenfranchising all these people the answer is no it just shows the unions have more power over our elections in rhode island than they do seemingly even though they're very powerful in mass and connecticut um <clears throat> but what you're seeing right now this is what happens when the wrong person is elected we're not even into april yet folks i don't i don't think people fully understand the trouble that mckee is win is in governor mckee this is for but but this is of his making he decided the hell with the business community rhode island governor dan mckee 
as acting governor, because Gina Raimondo left, he decided, and he went headfirst into the pool last summer. The hell with private companies. I'm all in with the labor unions. Now, the only problem is you don't have businesses coming in if you go all in with them. That is, got to pick two camps. You can't be in both. McKee was trying to walk the fence. He jumped off to the other side. But as a result of that, so now you have nothing. Now there's no cranes in the sky. There was one crane in Pawtucket where the soccer stadium was. And now that has ceased. You go to the 195 ramp, there's no building going on. You go to other states, someone was describing, when's the last time all, if, if you've gone to Florida during the course of the, you know, winter season, so to speak, people remark about all the building that's going on. You know, whether it's in South Florida, in the Miami area, in Jupiter, in Fort Lauderdale, let alone in Tampa. Someone I know was in Tampa recently, counted 12, 12 cranes in the sky that they could see by the naked eye. People talk about the projects being built in Texas. You don't have anything remotely close to that in Rhode Island. McKee, he threw his allegiance in, not with the business community, but with the public sector unions. That Superman project is not going to happen. And by the way, it, it's a bad deal for taxpayers. It shouldn't happen. That is, how they have handled the Superman building is a textbook case of how you don't handle a situation like that. <clears throat> that guy made a bad real estate deal a long time ago. 2008, paid $38 million for that building. You know whose problem that was? His. His. If he had flipped it five years later for $138 million, do you think he would have given the state some money or the city some money? No. No. And anyone that follows, the Wall Street Journal has a great section on the real estate section. And some of these incredible estates, mostly in Florida, not all, but mostly in Florida, you see people who, right, sometimes in California, but mostly of late, it's people who purchased a state's property in, in and around Miami's, I think, had the biggest you know, housing boom, probably maybe in the country. But you'd see people that right around 2018, 2019, they purchased a very, very expensive home and a very expensive piece of property. And then just in the past year, flipped it and, you know, literally made millions in profit. So, but, but they, then there were people that made bad real estate decisions. But this whole business, the Superman thing, that, that is moronic. That's a terrible deal. That's an old building. That's another gift to labor. So last spring, Dan McKee was at the State House with Mayor Jorge Olorza and said, I got to hand it to him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and who's up there? The unions, the laborers. Because then it's, you, you, you have to build it with them. And they're going to gouge you and they're going to go over costs. But but the state will pick up how much they overcharge you. That's really like the handshake agreement. Well, now they can't do that. Do you see anyone else building? No, there's no one else building in the city. No, McKee has destroyed what was left of the private sector. I'm not saying the private sector was that strong to begin with, but at least with Ramundo, 
they had the ear of someone who who did come from business. McKee is Governor McKee. He is so in over his head. He is, I mean, he is just such a puppet, and his incompetent staff. You know, I went Friday to ninety. I mean, that, that what what is going on on ninety five, with these people under the underpass that <clears throat> that shows you how they try to approach this problem. You have those are people that are using very serious drugs. If you are willing to take a needle and inject it into your body for a drug, you you are a drug addict. You have a very serious drug problem. That's really not a casual drug user. There are, there are casual drug users. There are people that try to survive or thrive, and they, you know, now they may snort something, they may smoke something. But when you go intravenous, that's, that's a very serious drug problem. And these injection sites that McKee is going to open up, that, that's even worse. Because what they're going to be doing is they're going to be testing drugs. So you get some drugs you want to snort. So you bring it there. They check it. Nope, it's pure. They give it the thumbs up, the green light. Okay, good. Now you can snort it. What, what about some, and as I mentioned this, many times uh, the fear can be a deterrent. But many of the people that say, you know, when I see those people under the underpass, I think that could be any of us. I, I don't agree with that. I'm not saying there are certain, certain situations that someone finds themselves out on the street. But th that is a, a certain 1%. They are truly strung out on drugs to the point where they are barely surviving. And that, that they're under a blanking underpass at the highway <clears throat> because of the shelter element of it and, and everything else. That's why the garbage strewn, if you saw the video of the needles. So what do the McKee people say? You have 10 days to leave these premises, treating them like a normal tenant. Those are people that need desperate, immediate attention. You know what the good news is? There's not 100 of them. There aren't 50 of them. There's like under 10. You can't handle that. You can't handle then those 10 people <clears throat> that are shooting up underneath the highway underpass. That, that is just sheer incompetence. It's much like when they were trying to kick out the homeless advocates in front of the state house. We're bringing you coffee and but listen, it should be really simple. You can't sleep here. You can't put your tent down here. No, no, wrong. We're gonna here's a list of people that need to hire someone. Let's get you a job, and then we're gonna try to assist you in finding a place to live. But ultimately, it comes down to the person. I, I've heard from people that they get kicked out of an apartment and they live out of their car, and it's embarrassing. And maybe they shower someplace or things like that. That's a temporary mode. But 10-day eviction notice. Oh, okay, like they're going to start packing up next Sunday. The, 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 this, they, if you are sleeping under a highway underpass and shooting up and then just throwing the needles down onto the highway. I am willing to bet they're not even exactly sure. How many of us, you wonder, is today Wednesday or Thursday? I mean, would you think they know what day it is? And I just mean it's, who thought of that? Well, we got to do it. We got to, the way we're going to show compassion is give them 10 days. 
Yeah, because everything else they're planning out is working out so well. Total incompetence. Sheer incompetence. <sighs> Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Now remember, next time, if you need urgent care, at Med Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's at Med Urgent Care. And what do they do? Occupational medical services available both locations. They're open seven days a week. They have doctors and nurses at Med Urgent Care. The next time, if you want to go to an emergency room, that's your choice. But just know you're going to wait hours before anyone sees you. I have been to at Med Urgent Care, both locations, in and out in less than an hour. Doctors and nurses, folks, at Med Urgent Care. Now, if everything goes fine today and you have no problems or any of your friends or family or co-workers, then you, chances are you're not going to have to visit there. However, they also, they are the cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. It's at Med, AT, at Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Well, folks, good afternoon. Next hour, I'm going to talk about that CD1 race a little bit. I'll play some sound. It's also big. Tonight, President Trump returns to Fox. He's going to be on with Hannity. I'll play some of the sound from the rally over the weekend. I wonder if he's peaking a little too soon. I wonder if he's peaking a little too soon. But something needs to be done about, just closer to home, this Monday morning, all of these schools have just been totally turned upside down by all these school threats. Now, here's a problem. You can't ignore them because suspect dead after shooting at Nashville private school. Sometimes it does go on. Now, we've never had a school shooting in Rhode Island. I want to repeat that. We've never had a school shooting in Rhode Island. Knock on wood. But Rhode Island and Massachusetts are some, believe it or not, but they are some, we are some of the safest states as far as gun violence. Rhode Island and Massachusetts are some of the safest states with gun violence. There's no place that's immune to it, but just across the country, there's never been a school shooting in Rhode Island. I'm not sure about that, but uh, all of these problems with all these schools and these, as they call them, these swatting calls, which are false alarms, and, and they're pretty dramatic because the police are putting out over their radio and then people are repeating that they're hearing that various people are shot, two people wounded, school shooter, blah, 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 and it set off a flurry of panic. I, I admit, I don't fully understand how um, the police are unable, unless, you know, it could be somehow run through some kind of a machine where then they just can't trace the phone call. I mean, that's obviously, it has to be somewhat sophisticated. Um, but there, there, there needs to be, There needs to be some way, I would think, to address that. But you're not going to get... Governor McKee isn't hiding right now. How is he going to go another week 
Folks, you're seeing someone talk about, and Justin Katz made a good point about that, talk about that there's, <clears throat> you know, he only wants to march in the parade. He only wants to march when the sun's out, meaning McKee. When there are problems, he goes, he goes into hibernation. Forget about into the bunker. That primary night, that was a pretty good indication. Remember the hang up on them, Eva. Eva, hang up on them. That's how Governor McKee deals with this stuff. And the fact he Tony Silva is back in the mix shows you how desperate he is. So, and then Jerry Shahajan, that clown is in the mix. <sighs> Suspect dead after shooting at Nashville Private School. Covenant School, a pre-K through grade 6 private school in Nashville. I think they're still trying to get all the details on that. Shooting at a private Christian grade school in Nashville. Wounded several people. Suspects dead after a confrontation with police. Students walked to safely. Nashville Fire Department said on Twitter there are multiple patients. It wasn't clear whether the victims were staff, teachers, or students. The shooter died after being engaged by officers. Well, there they don't fool around there, I'll tell you that. That's like in Texas, in Dallas, when they sent the robot in and blew up the guy that was shooting at the... Um, interesting. Bill Belichick's wearing a pin below his pocket. Asked about the pin he was wearing. It's Kraft's initiative. What are your thoughts on it? I support it. Below the pocket. Huh. Um. No, that is below the pocket. Well, they're going to go after him on that. Bob Kraft announced I think, I believe it's an, it's an anti-Semitism um, initiative, the owner of Patriots. Next hour, DeSantis tops Trump in Iowa, ties in New Hampshire head-to-head -head primary. That's a new poll out. I know the Trump people are very upset about it. I just wonder if, if um, the president's peaking a little early. Possible. Possible. When you peak this early, it... People start to look for an alternative, but we'll talk about that. All right, the Daily Mail is saying three children shot dead by a gunman in Nashville. Wow. We'll get more details, more sound on that next hour. And this is on the same day that, oh, wow, Ricky Gervais is going to tour? We might go see. Hmm. Um, look at that. New York Radio City Music Hall. Sold out. Sold out. He's really funny. He's really funny. Hmm. Okay. Um, let me just uh, stay on track here. Well, on the same day of that shooting, you have the situation with all these schools then getting their calls. But we'll see if Governor McKee emerges sometime today to talk about that, but there's nothing public, which tells me he doesn't want to answer questions about the soccer stadium and, and about the Superman building. 
I'm telling you right now at 1255 that Superman building is not working. It's not going to happen. It's too much money. It's a bad deal for us. It's a bad deal for taxpayers. This is crazy. Boy, they love to. McKee did the, he did a groundbreaking with the Pawtucket Stadium. It's another level of putting the cart before the horse. It's ludicrous. No. Business people, Governor McKee and Matos and the mayor, of Pawtucket, they marched a picket line against a private company. As I said at the time, you can't get more business unfriendly than that. You can't. If you're a business owner, just hear me out. If you're a business owner, the one thing you want is a level playing field. Did you watch any of the basketball over the weekend? Both baskets were 10 feet high. Both baskets are the same number of timeouts. Both baskets, both teams, the points counted the same. Both teams, you shoot three behind that, it's worth three points. But everything, even level competition. That's all a business owner wants. But with Governor McKee, he doesn't operate that way. He's anti-business. If you're a business owner, he's in with the unions, right? Their baskets are a little shorter than 10 feet. Their baskets, the three-point line is closer to the basket. If you're a business owner, all you want is a level playing field, that you are the same in the eyes of whoever the local elected official is, is as these unions coming after you that want to completely bleed your business and unionize your workers and interfere with you, the way you're running your company. All you want is level playing field, right? That's why sports is still so popular. With Governor McKee, they get extra timeouts. They get a shorter basket. It's not 10 feet. They get their three-point line is closer. They get... Who wants to play that way? Nobody. And now look, with the Fane Tower collapse, and now the soccer stadium collapsing, that deal, and now the Superman building is not... It's not going to happen. It shouldn't happen. It's a terrible deal. He, he has all these public sector, no-bid, jobs promised for the laborers and all the unions, and he wants us to pay for it. Governor McKee made a lot of reckless, terribly misguided campaign promises, and he wants you to pay for them. Wrong. El Rongo. No way. Doesn't work that way. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, hey, I want to remind you, on this Monday, free consultation, our guy Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Call today, 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence. Listen, whether it's right now, maybe you're wondering that you have questions about crypto or about retirement. Maybe you retired and you wonder about could you earn some extra money or education planning or large purchase planning, whatever it may be. Sit down with a trusted professional like Tom Bryan and... He'll also walk you through long-term care coverage. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Bryan Associates, 401. Call today, free consultation, 401-434-1510. I also share his page on Facebook. Office is located at 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence. It's Ameriprise Financial. Well, folks, at 1259, here's what we're going to do. 
We're going to break and get a news update with the 1 o'clock news. It's the John DePietro Show. We have another hour to go. I will have sound on what happened, another fatal school, school shooting in Nashville. We'll have some uh, sound, big Trump rally over the weekend. He's on with Sean Hannity tonight on Fox. And a lot more local news and the Congressional District 1 race with a big new entry into it. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Let's break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And you can listen online at the website, dipetro.com.